Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tronversations for this Conversations. This week's episode. <laughs> uh, um, we have uh, James Bailey, Keith Arange, and, and Jart Ofringa. If I did that too, not right, is our special guest tonight. So we'll start off with uh, how we start every episode with What Are You Drinking, James? Um, I have a bottle of uh, Trevento Malbec. Um, it's a bit of an upgrade on my normal um, £4.50 Aldi bottle. Um, I think this may have cost uh, £4.99, but it's very pleasant. Nice. Case, how are you? Uh, I, um, I expected to have the question uh, what I'm drinking, so I'm prepared. Uh, I have a, a fat bastard. Uh, which is a, a, a Merlot in uh, in this case, to be specific. And uh, the story goes that the name Fat Bastard originates from a pronunciation of a French wine grower, Thierry, uh, who was tasting wine with his English-speaking friend. And at a certain point uh, during wine tasting, he said, this is what you call a Fat Bastard. <laughs> and uh, his friend laughed so loud and so hard they decided to call the, the wine uh, a fat bastard. And um, I have this wine uh, tonight uh, because uh, the story of the pronunciation uh, triggered me uh, because pronunciation is one of the things uh, we are dealing with tonight. <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. And our special guest, Jart, how about you? What are you drinking tonight? I have a, an Orval. It's a, a Belgian beer. And it was... Uh, Given to me this week by a, a co-worker because it's uh, it was my last week at this uh, this job, so I'm uh, switching to a new job uh, next week. Congratulations! Oh, nice. Thank you. All right, and um, I have a uh, cherry flavored sparkling water because it's 1 p.m. where I am and I have to drive. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, fair enough. I, I, I think so. We 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 stop um, mutilating your your actual name. It's probably safest for us to call you TJ. Yes, that's a name I've been using a very long time in the Anglo-Saxon <laughs> world for a reason. <laughs> um, so, uh, TJ, um, firstly, um, did you race this evening? No, I did not. Um, are, are, are you saving yourself of a mad challenge for next week? Yes, I uh, I am. No, I'm going to race uh, going to race tomorrow, but it's not uh, the first beer I had tonight, so. Uh, had some after work. I think um, before we actually start to um, interview TJ, um, we, we, we should probably note that um, he is one of the instigators for the challenge that will be forever known as Heard Stupid Things to Do on a Bike Over a Weekend, where TJ and other equally stupid people are going to race every single one of the seven Herd Winter races over the course of a weekend. So, that is by UK time, Friday, 7 p.m., 10.50 p.m., Saturday, 9 a.m., 12 a.m., sorry, 12 p.m., 8 p.m., Sunday, I think it's 1 a.m., which is. in Holland will be 2, um, yes. and then 2.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> so we're hoping to have general classification for everyone that completes all seven stages. And I suspect that will be a number of people that you can count on one, maybe two hands. Um, what made you think of doing this? Um, it's, 
I don't know who, uh, maybe it was Becca who mentioned it it in the the Marmots chat when me and Cam joined there after we upgraded to A. And we immediately say, we have to do this. So... This, this is definitely um, a Tatum sort of idea. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not convinced it was Becca's idea, given she's been doing. Right she mentioned it that, that that someone tried it before yeah. and didn't finish it, it because I think by the sixth race, which is the one I'm going to regret, <laughs> um, it will be very hard to do. But we'll see. It will be fun. The course is nice. Is this a common occurrence in the marmot chat? Do you guys come up with preposterous things to do indoors in your trainers and then go out and do it? Uh, I've not been there in there for a long time, but <laughs> I think it is. I think that's how people end up doing the, the PRL fool there. And, uh... I, I, I love challenges, but my, my challenges are basically Zwift releases, Mercury Islands, I do all the routes in the same day. Um, I, I, I joined some of the marmots for their um, silly PRL full starting seven o'clock in the morning. Um, I, I was not getting up at half six to do that, so I did PRL half. Um, but this, this, this is definitely next level. Um, I think in terms of difficulty, it's probably not that bad apart from Saturday. I think doing nine o'clock and then 12 o'clock will probably hurt quite a bit, but at least you've got recovery time to wait. But <laughs> it, it's for like racing at two o'clock in the morning. Yes, that's uh, going to be tough. It's better if you're in the UK, I guess. And uh, well, Cam is in uh, uh, the East Coast, so it will be the Saturday will be hard for him. He has to start at four a.m. and he <laughs> can't go back to sleep because he has to do it again at seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fun. Well, we'll we'll try and get it set up on Swift Power anyway. Um, TJ, so. Obviously, you Zwift, you're a Cate. Do you come from like a cycling background? Not at all. I um, well, I do own a, a race bike for quite some years, but I touched it maybe once or twice a year. Um, and then when COVID came, I thought I had to do something about my uh, my fitness, so I started Swifting. Um, basically just training uh, a lot and some uh, how just yeah by the summer discovered racing um, and since then I well I've done a few trainings but it's, ma- it's mainly racing and racing with, with the herd I ended up I think by coincidence on the, the herd summer racing league um, and it was around the time you started the, the herd championships I joined that one it was uh, a lot of fun. <laughs> let, 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 let's be quite frank, and let's just um, say that the the herd club championship that there there was no fun to be had whatsoever um, <laughs> after Ventop because, yeah, no no one needs to do Ventop at race pace. Um, how 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 did you find herd racing league? Um, did you just see the uh, the summer racing league on Swift events companion app? Yes, that's exactly what happened. I think it. Uh, I think I even got uh, disqualified my first race because I started in C, got dropped, <laughs> nonetheless, but was disqualified. But I guess that's how everyone uh, starts. Not, not me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just started in D, and I didn't get disqualified. <laughs> I totally fitted in. 
So there, that's uh, another discussion about talent, I think. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious, um, are um, half the people on this call, do you both use the orange Tron? Uh, I don't. I mainly use the, the pink Tron because of this podcast. Nice. <laughs> I, I, I think science has proven that um, if you were to change your pink Tron to an orange Tron, you would probably actually be faster. I will try yeah. that. I think I've changed color once or tried to change it. And then uh, I, I tried to change it before my, my race last Tuesday in ZRL. And that made Swift crash. So <laughs> and it was two minutes before the race. So it was a bit stressful. We made it back to the pen in time. To start the race, but it might have been in a different color. Then I have to check my uh, my stream. Which um, which of our racing teams do you ride in? Um, I used to ride it uh, with uh, the pacing Panaminos in B. Had a lot of fun there, and that's well, I learned everything about racing. What I know now, I learned there, um, and I got uh, uh, promoted to A. Just before the season, uh, this season started, so now I'm racing with uh, the minions. Okay, great. Uh, with Jonathan Reese and yes. others, yeah. That that was my first ever a racing team, um, and I think my overriding memory of um, racing in that team was me and John on Surrey Hills racing each other, um, and. It was the last climb, and I got to within five meters of him, and then the climb stopped, and it was flat, and he just pulled away. <laughs> and every, every, every single one of those five hills, I've been trying to catch up to him, and I got so, so close. And then it started to flatten out, and I was so demoralized. It's like, why has this happened to me again? Um, so Minions are a fun team. Um they're obviously um, one of our only herd teams who couldn't be bothered to think of an animal um, and instead had stupid yellow characters um, that you like if you're about five years old. But um, that name was chosen. Um, so you, you race quite late in Holland. So that, that's like, what, um, half past eight in the evening? Yes, it is half past eight. It's the same time as the uh, Panaminos and it suits me quite well because I'm usually not back at home very early so um i don't mind racing at that time it's 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 very fine you have the time to prepare before a race and, uh, oh, how 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 do you find the late finishes because it must be sort of like maybe 10 o'clock your time in the evening by the time you finish yes we try between 9 30 and 10 that's um yeah, it's a bit late. I don't sleep within an hour after a race, so it's, it gets quite late. But that's 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 fine. How did you like, as someone who is not into cycling or whatever? How did you even like find Zwift and a trainer and power meters? Like, how does that sort of thing even happen? Like, I'm trying to imagine. Like, I know I learned it from a coach when I was training for triathlons, and they taught me all these things. But as someone who is like, I, I just need to get fit. How do you even discover what power yeah, is I on a bike? I've read this some some articles about it, and I think well, it's um, well, this might be a way uh, I can do this because it's it's kind of getting fit, but it's also a game. So um, that's 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 how I play it, and that that really works for me. And cool. yeah, well, so you- about a trainer and a new bike, 
they're uh, um, yeah, I just started. Are you actually I mean, saying um, that you discovered Swift more because uh, you uh, were a gamer, or, or didn't you uh, mean any uh, any of that? Uh, but just uh, you you saw it just like a game and then started it. Yeah, I saw it like a game. Okay, and uh, cool. And then yeah. now, are you interested in like outdoor cycling stuff? Is that part of your your? Yes, uh, last summer I did uh, did take my bike uh, on holiday to the uh, the southern part of the Netherlands. is uh, quite hilly, or oh, hilly. You know, have some bumps. <laughs> we might have different yeah. definitions from this part of the world. Yes, but uh, <laughs> it's where the the, the, the Amsterdam Gold Race was uh, was ridden. So I've done a few of these. Uh, Little hills, um, um, well, and that's that's that I really like that. So uh, I'll keep keep doing that. But uh, I'm still mainly someone who has to uh, yeah ride in the evenings. So in that case, only yeah during the summer I can race outside, and the rest I'll stay inside. I think um, Brent probably um, struggles to understand people who aren't from a cycling background, given that he's a hardcore yeah. triathlete. Yeah. I just am curious. Like I know my path, but I'm curious other people's paths. That's all. So it's interesting to me. Um, um, I mean, this this very much um, isn't about me, but um, I definitely don't have a cycling pedigree, um, and I only found Zwift through a Facebook ad. Really works. <laughs> I, I had a, a, a horrible um, exercise bike, and it just yeah. looked so much more fun. Um, okay. TJ, uh, what, 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 what's next? Um, do you have training plans in store? Um, or are you just going to like just do all the races as many as you possibly can? Well, the last few months it has been only races. So, um, but, but more with the plan. I started doing, um, well, I only discovered the, the, the Tron bike after I started racing. So I had to, do a lot of elevation to get a Tron bike. So uh, that was my first um, first thing I did was a lot of mountain goats um, to get a Tron bike. And now I did that, I think, yeah. And I discovered what, what racing was about and where my strength were. I try, uh, well, to get even stronger on, on uh, um, well, not a sprint. I'm thinking more of a, a, a puncher with one minute, five minute power and try to uh, work on that and improve on that even even more. Uh, so I I pick my races to uh, uh, the one that uh, that suits. Uh, what's these, your uh, numbers? Yeah. What, what what's your favorite course? Um, well, it's a diff, uh, difficult one. I um, I do like the new Nyokyo uh, courses with uh, with with the short uh, the, the 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 rooftop KOM. Um, I think that's 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 a brilliant brilliant course. So, so basically, um, something with like a let's call it a three minute KOM. Yes, anything yeah. in the three minute, five minutes, well, even one minute KOM, but uh, anything like seven, eight minutes, like for Kano, Bologna, are fine too. But uh, if it gets longer, um, it's going to be harder for me. Yeah, fair enough. So, do you like the New York Com, which is probably, I guess, two minutes? Yes, it's two, three minutes, or two, three minutes, I guess, with uh, 
um, it's more like stairs, just a bit of uh, mm -hmm. climb than flat. So um, I like that. Once you discover that, you can you can really can really pace the climb to do it with uh, well the least energy possible, which is I think part of the game. Yeah. Totally is. Um, so Herd has four different racing series. So we've got um, HWR, Stampede, Mountain Goats, and Bullseye. Do you have a favorite? Um, I think it's Bullseye now. Well, I do like the, the Herd Winter Racing, of course. That's, that's really nice. It's really, really fun to, to do. Um, but I've been doing a lot of Bullseye lately, and I and I really like it. It's been a lot of fun every week. You should rent there. Yeah, we had lots of fun in the bees. It's too bad. I mean, I don't know. We need to talk about like there needs to be like a there's not enough racers in A and just come down and race B rule or something. So or, or I guess maybe Mark and I'll just have to come up and race against. Yes, I've convinced Mark to uh, to do the to do the A, and I've, I'm trying to convince more people to. Uh, to do the, the the bullseye also in a so yeah i it's... hope you can f convince even more and you only need three people uh who don't want to some people just try to get away on the on the second lap and do an itt that's that's fine but i also use it as, as a sprint training so you uh, i'm not going to try to follow them i just try to try to stay together with the group and sprint every lap I think that's that's what you, what you do with the bullseye. You should um, you should tell the story about the one that you upgraded on on what was that Beach Island Loop? I think it was with Mark and I. There. You should tell the story about that race because that's a pretty good story, actually. It, it was it was a lot of uh, a lot of fun. It, uh, there was one rider in. I, I don't think I think he even didn't finish it, but it was someone who did uh, um, just a steady five watts per kilogram uh, breakaway. And I think on the second lap, when I sprinted, I closed the gap to him. He was like 20 seconds in front. So and I was thinking, well, should I hang on here or not? But before I could really make a decision, um, I was 20 seconds off, but got dropped. Decided to to, to try to stay in front until the, the, the finish. And it was one more lap. And there was uh, a breakaway around one or two kilometers before the finish. I... Uh, um, Went after him, um, Mark the uh, closing as well. So we had sprint, and that's uh, well, that was it. That that made me upgrade to to uh, <laughs> an A. It was too much. It was, Just, it was uh, so funny because Mark and I were in the group, and I said, "I think TJ's on that guy's wheel, Mark." And he's like, "What?" <laughs> TJ's like, "Yeah, I'm like I'm like in the volcano, and Mark and I were still like on the land bridge. We're like." <laughs> What do you do? Is I chase this guy's wheel all the way from the sprint, so back from the, uh, like the bridge. So we went on the bridge, chase that guy's wheel down across the dirty one. And Mark and I were like, "Well, have fun out there." Yeah. <laughs> and then it was a chase between Mark and I to try to chase him down at the end. And then it's like, "Oh, you upgraded! <laughs> nice work." It was pretty funny. And 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 let's also be fair. Um, Brent Robinson and Mark John either should be A's or are very, very close to A's. I mean, Mark, Mark John is definitely an A. Um, Brent, you're you're getting really, really close. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely in Bullseye, we can race A. I mean, if it was like the legit A's, I'm sure we'd get dusted everyone. But, you know, if they're racing like Bullseye style, you'd go have a good 
a good spin around and smash yourself a few times. I'm not even sure if Mark John's got an almost A next to his name yet, but he's he's got to be. Yes, yes, yes. yes yeah, he will, he will so. upgrade soon. He will upgrade. He, he's as bad as Matt DeFreitas, who is finally upgraded this evening. Matt, if yes. you're listening, congratulations. Oh, um, yeah. About a bloody time. <laughs> <laughs> he had a killer race on that uh, KOM today. Yeah, no, he he did really well. Um TJ, um, other than uh, well, um, what um, rephrase, step back. Are you coming to England to do some stupid bike rides with other herd members in the summer? Um, I don't have any plans for the summer, so it's uh, it, it might be an option, but um, it's the first time I hear this proposal, so. <laughs> I'll think about it. It's also I, the first time yeah. I've made this proposal, so yeah. um, there there will be a hundred mile plus herd bike ride in the summer at some stage, but hasn't yet been announced or even decided where we're going. Um, I, I think there's been some talk about cycling along the the, the coast in Wales, um, which will probably be like one day probably painful um but there will be plenty of alcohol involved and probably quite a bit of eating as well um and and you know what's to love what's what's not to love about alcohol bikes and food absolutely three of my favorite things <laughs> yeah they only should be taken in the right order that's all yeah yeah alcohol first <laughs> 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 so it hurts less yeah. <laughs> Well, I have not done a lot of very long rides just because I don't have the the time for it. Um, the main riding in the in the evening, so it, it will be very tough for me to do a uh, hundred miles. I don't think I can I can do that. But I think you'll I surprise yourself. It. Yeah. Um, I, I I genuinely think that um, the efforts that you put out on Zwift will serve you so so well um on the outdoor world um yes you might not do two three hour rides in swift um there aren't that many people that actually do but realistically um if you can do an hour on swift at pace you can probably do two to three hours fairly comfortably outdoors um completely lost where my train of thought was actually going but i think it, it's essentially meant that um if you are able to make it over to the uk um we'll probably do a long ride it won't be fast we'll have a nice time we'll stop for coffee stop for cake and you'll get to meet loads of people who whose names and voices you already know um and i sincerely hope you can do um and everyone else on this Brent Robinson, if you can make it over to the UK, I will be absolutely delirious with joy. Um, oh, same, 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 same for you, Case. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's I, funny because we were actually, um, after last week's conversations, there were some messages going around about some of the events Ange was talking about getting more than just Ange out to out here in the yeah. western part of North America. So we'll see, we'll see. Awesome. Um, I... It's yet to be confirmed, but there may well be a 100-mile bike ride along the western Welsh coast. So 
Is there more than one Welsh coast? <laughs> There's a southern Welsh coast oh, okay? and, and a northern Welsh coast. Um, I don't have an eastern coast because that's England. Um, but yeah, um, that there will definitely be a UK-based herd long, long-ish distance ride at some stage, probably July or August. TJ, I saw you putting some stuff on Strava that was not Swift. What was that all about? What? What? It looked like you were snowshoeing or cross-country skiing or something. Did you? Oh, on, on, on Strava, not on my stream. Sorry, Strava, yeah. Yes, um, that was a skiing trip I did nice. uh, two weeks ago. So uh, Downhill or cross-country? No, uh, downhill. Nice. Where, whereabouts did you go? Uh, went to uh, Saalbach Hinterklem. Not going to try and say that again. Um, which country <laughs> is that? Austria. <laughs> yeah. and so, so, so Keish is nodding, um, going, he knew exactly where you meant. Yeah. <laughs> so as someone who has been you now Zwifting for a year-ish or whatever the time is, how did you... How did you find doing skiing? And maybe you had skied before or not, but how did you, did you notice a difference having been a, doing like all these, like if, if you're listening to this and you're not a Zwift person, you don't understand how hard TJ bikes. Like it's ridiculous how good a cyclist for a guy who had never been a cyclist before he is on Zwift. He's crazy strong. So how did you find doing something that was not cycling, having done all the cycling you've done? Yeah, so I've, I've skied a lot for uh, at least, no, I think, 15 years now. Um, and usually my legs hurt a lot after these, these days skiing. It was a lot less now. So I think it really, really helped me uh, gain some leg strength. And uh, um, yeah, it's not exactly the same muscles, but uh, well, there are some muscles you'll use uh, while cycling and skiing. So it, it, does, it does really help. And I uh, really mm. notice the difference. Cool. I I used to find it quite funny how the difference in muscle groups that you'd use in terms of cycling and running were so different. But as an outsider who spent their entire twenties and most of their thirties doing <laughs> as little exercise as possible, um, that the difference between running and cycling is massive. Whereas probably there's actually more parallels between cycling and skiing in that there's a lot of pressure on the quads and that cycling is beneficial to skiing. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, skiing, uh, 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 no, running is a very um, uh, eccentric uh, uh, movement uh, where your muscles... Uh, must prevent uh, your uh, limbs from uh, bowing. Uh, they, they, they actually catch catch your your body. While uh, uh, cycling is a very concentric uh, movement, uh, where you need your muscle to, to make the, the movement instead of that they prevent uh, any movement. And I think skiing is uh, for uh, uh, for for the, for the most part of it uh, about about the same. Uh, uh, However, it, it, it's a combination of eccentric and concentric movements, but I think that's why uh, you uh, haven't uh, suffered uh, the last time you skied. 
I, th I think also like things like walking and running are very, very impact based. So it's like, boop, 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 boop. Um, I struggle with um, long walks and running just because I've got um, quite a bad lower back and upper hip. Um, but the sort of like round and round and round movement of cycling is generally absolutely fine for me um which is why i do it every day as long as it's not a race up vent up <laughs> yeah so uh it's aside it's always from a race completing like your zrl season and doing your herd races every week you got any other um like challenges or events or anything else you like to chase down while you're on zwift tj um, I've been involved in the, the Thursday uh, team time trials for the last weeks with uh, with Sharks in the evening. And we have some nice rivalry going with uh, which I uh, think I started a bit uh, as well with uh, with the uh, the push. So that's that's a lot of fun every week to uh, to see if we can uh, we can beat uh, we can beat them. But, uh, if there's anyone who's not familiar, so the the sh Sharks were used to be like a team of kind of high B type. Zwift riders and have slowly accumulated. I think you got probably usually five A's to a couple A pluses even on that team most weeks now. Yes. Yeah. And the platypuses are a team. I think they're pretty much all A's and have always been like the Australia A team. And so every week, and I, I once raced with the sharks in a moment of absolute stupidity. <laughs> um, and uh, now I'm in the group chat. So now I just lurk in there and watch every week, all the strategizing and it is, um like <laughs> impressive and frightening in its own way I, I i used to race in the sharks when i was like a high b and i would struggle to hang on as a high b um it's basically me and tim powell going oh my god is this not over yet <laughs> um but on, on that note it's it's really great that the platypus have competition now because they they were just like flaunting their espresso status all over the place and it, it it's really nice they've got a competition um, and they got beaten I, I think two weeks in a row actually um, some educated observers may say that was because they didn't have a full platypus team um, I, I I say because they were royally thrashed by an excellent sharks team twice and you've been part of these teams once james <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to be fair um i, I was babysitting brian o'connor um whilst um everyone absolutely flew up the alp at like 4.3 watts per kilo um and like when, when when brian dropped off and said i don't think i can do this um i wasn't too upset about looking after a teammate um my, my, my best Alp is 4.0. Um, I, I think the four guys that finished were doing 4.2, so I had no chance. But um, they, they absolutely flew up that hill. Um, in, like, incredible times. Um, I, I was quite glad to do it at 3.6. You enjoy that part of it, DJ, too? The, um, like, the strategizing the pre-game like i know like in palominos i i'm sure like just for my own that are all racing like that's half the fun is all the like behind the scenes before and after like how are we going to deal with this scenario do you like that stuff yes absolutely it's uh, it's, it's great fun to uh every week to to get a good strategy for a 
for every every course there is. So um, yes, that's what we do, and we uh, we really enjoy it. How 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 do you feel just before the race starts? Because I, I I love all the chat before and all the chat after, but in the five minutes before the race starts, I'm genuinely shitting myself. <laughs> um, that it's uh, I have some some a bit of confidence now. I can hang on to these uh, A plus riders. I uh, um, what we did. Uh, Yesterday, when we, we finished just one second, more less than a second behind the, the, the platypus, that we, we had our A-plus riders take double turns. So uh, basically, you have to do a turn every... every. Yeah, it's, it's like you were with 10 riders instead of 8, because the, they do double turns, and that that's really helps. And that uh, um, I think I went as fast as possible. My, my average was around uh, 4.2, so that's around my average best average now i guess um and uh, uh mark john was there and was able to hang on as well so um you don't need all uh, these are very strong riders if you have a good uh, good strategy my, my my struggle with team time trial was not necessarily the average watts per kilo but the surging you'd have to do on your turn so i, I i'm I wouldn't say that I'm happy, but um, I am capable of holding 4.2, 4.3, 4.4 for 20 minutes. If it's if I'm just holding that pace, it's okay. But with having to do leads in the team time trial where you're doing probably 50 watts plus over what you're comfortable with doing, that was always my biggest struggle. Um, how how do you find that? Yeah, I can cope with that quite quite well. I can. Um, it's it's tough. My heart rate goes. I know at what point I have to to stop now, to uh, uh, have enough power to to stay with the pack and recover. Um, so that that really helps. We've talked about you before that you yeah you pace on your legs. I can pace on my my heart rate. So I know when uh, when to stop um, mm -hmm. and get off uh, get off the front um, and and recover and then do it again. So that that that's that really helps in racing and also with the with the team time trial. Yeah, and I, I think also um, the team time trial. If you're doing pulls at the front, that will always help with your one minute power as well. Um, but I am conscious that our um, technologically um, limited uh, our technical limitations um, are that we have less than one minute on our budget Zoom. limitations. <laughs> <laughs> that also, um, TJ, it's been an absolute absolute pleasure to have you on here, um, and I'm sure that um, everyone else will agree. It's been lovely to talk to you, and we're looking forward to seeing how you develop over the next year and hopefully we'll be able to see you uh, well hopefully i'll be able to see you um in the uk and brent is obviously flying over as well with his bike um as, as is cash it's been an absolute pleasure thank you all that was super fun thanks guys thanks for listening thank everybody thanks everybody okay bye-bye